0: Need any reason to find a Like a cancer running through my veins. Oh it's never gonna give in. You might like limbs to the slaughter to a soldiers lined up on the yard. Drink that water that remember me when I'm underground. Heavy is the crowd. Never pause, never let
1: them be you. out. Would have been easier if I actually queued that up. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Living the Good Life Show live here in beautiful Dallas, Texas. Man. Lots to cover. Hope everyone had a beautiful holiday. Happy New Year now to everyone as we enter 2023. Although the 2022 season is still underway. We're talking week 17 now. And uh, we've got our man here from the Sports Gambling Podcast, Ryan Kramer, hanging out with us yet again. How you doing, man?
0: Oh, excellent. I'm uh, you know, coming off a nice festive holiday weekend. Uh, nothing better than a whole house full of sick to go with uh, Santa and some presents.
1: <laughs> Ain't that right. I think that's going around. No doubt about it, man. It has been a, first of all, the holidays have been great, but when it comes to football, it's been a little uh, bittersweet for me and probably for you as well. Some good things that have taken place. Unfortunately, the giants fall short by yet another super long field goal this is absolutely the worst way to go uh to lose anyways uh thankfully thank you the Giants are still very much in it if they win today against the Colts we'll get into that but man when you saw that field goal and it actually was good what what was going through your mind
0: uh when they lined up for it i said well this this would be the way that the vikings would win yeah. in another coin toss game against a, a a giants team that has seen what is this the third 60 plus yard field goal to defeat the giants in the last 3 yeah. or 4 years something like that uh i mean it hurt it, it, you you texted me right after it oh, happened. it so stings mad. uh <sighs> It was tough. I came into the game thinking this was a winnable game. All those unfortunate things to happen in the game, the mm-hmm. drop pass by Richie James. Once again, we're talking about Richie James not coming through. Uh, the Bellinger fumble. Uh, that the, was a score. Even
1: the, that was a score, man. Come on. Right? That could have
0: been. Yeah. And, and not to be the Dan Jones apologist, but fortunately, his interception was a quick three and out, so it didn't turn into anything. But yeah. I, I think in general, the team... You know, again, I, I I sit here and I watch a lot of NFL. I watch every game, yeah. And and I, with the Giants, I see a coaching staff that's trying to win, which at this point I'm happy for. I'm happy they're aggressive on defense. I'm happy the offense is is taking shots. I just I, it kills me that once again, just you know, to be on the wrong side of luck. And then to be on the wrong side of like historic luck at the end of the game, it sucks, but we do have Mr. Nick Foles and the Colts on deck. So one winning you're in, that's it. So hopefully Dable and the guys can get up. Uh, I don't mind them having meaningful games like all the way down the stretch. I just, I, I want that ticket punch now.
1: Um, And I'm not going to be the guy who's this, you know, longtime Giants fan who says, well, at least we have a winning record. It's been so long. Um, I want more. You know, I was going to save a Giants conversation a little bit later, but let's just continue for a second here because, you know, let's say the Giants win Sunday today and, um, you know, they get into uh, the playoffs. First of all, I don't even know who they would play. I think it might be too early still, but maybe you know that answer. But that along with the fact – What are they going to have to do? Like, what do they need to do? First of all, they need to get healthy, right? They need a Dory Jackson, um, Kenny. um, Besides that, what do they need to do from a talent perspective to actually win in the postseason? You know what I mean? Like, what do they have to do, man?
0: It's interesting because we're now, the, the Giants are so depleted that if they do make this postseason run and they get, McKinney back like you mentioned if they get a Jackson back which it sounds like Jackson could play uh yeah, yeah. versus the Colts it's but there's even talk that maybe he rests one more week uh I think the offensive line is gelling I think there's a lot of things lining up where it, you know could they go on a little bit of a strange run absolutely and when you look at the way it's gonna uh, transpire here the Vikings and the Packers play a very interesting game today as well and with that game The Vikings could find themselves dropping back down to the three seed and the Giants in most scenarios where they beat the Colts today, they end up with the six seed and so the sixth seed plays the 3 seed. It could be a rematch uh, versus the Vikings. The the worst outcome probably is you catch Brock Purdy and those Niners who are looking like world beaters right now, but it's yeah. going to be one of the two if they make it in my opinion because they're going to be the 6 or the 7 seed. But a rematch against the Vikings, that would be that would be pretty sweet, especially if the reinforcements on the defensive side of the ball can get in because there was the, the Giants defense and Wink Martindale will not we're not scared of yeah. Kirk Cousins. You could see that and so I would love to run it back
1: yeah i mean i have never hated anyone more than justin jefferson um and that's a compliment to him because what he did i mean the castes were pretty good i mean let's let's not get you know let's not take away from Kirk cousins but man those catches i mean this guy is just a freaking talent and you know we're seeing we're witnessing i mean greatness right in front of us and um, although it, it hurt. It was really cool to see him play that way. Um, let, let's move on. First of all, a couple things that took place over the last maybe uh, 72 hours or more. Uh, first of all, Hackett getting sliced and diced um, to be expected. But, you know, look it. Here's the thing, and I, I want your honest opinion because, you know, this is one year, first year. Now, I get it. Everything falls usually on the coach, right? This is this guy's first year. You've got a quarterback who's a potential Hall of Famer, although it looked horrific. Like, this year could have ruined that for uh, Russell Wilson, um, you know. But that being said, does it not – no blame go on Russell Wilson or or ownership or management? I mean, they just bought this team for over $4 billion, and it's got to be one of the worst, like – outlooks ever for orange and blue and white i don't know but what's your opinion on all of this right now man
0: yeah i mean honestly if we if we said hey they're gonna have a top two defense and russell wilson you'd be pretty shocked to hear they have four wins my, my take on this is pretty simple you can't fire russell wilson because of the contract and this ownership group came in after hackett was hired and honestly, this is now looking okay. more and more like Hackett was hired to bring Aaron Rodgers to Denver. And when that failed, mm-hmm. maybe Hackett wasn't a great coach. Maybe you're just solely hiring him for his relationships. That being said, I, I, I think I think Hackett clearly has some blame here. You okay. saw the the, yeah. the videos on the sideline against the Rams. The, the offensive line is pushing the backup quarterback. Hackett doesn't seem to have a ton of control. No players are coming out in defense of him. So I believe that he probably yeah. was a bad coaching hire and you know from a management perspective sometimes it does make sense to cut ties sooner than later because you don't want to hang on to a to a dead cat. Now that being said, Russell Wilson is a problem as well. Russell Wilson is playing has played himself out of the Hall of Fame I think in one season unless he has an, an amazing comeback with a new coach next year. Yeah. I just don't think that's the case and you're even hearing the reports that Sean Payton not interested and coaching Russell Wilson, mm. so maybe Pete Carroll and the Seahawks were on to something. Maybe we need to apologize to Pete Carroll and mm. that and that front office because it seems like they they got rid of him just in time and he completely cratered an entire franchise. Yeah, I know we we used to joke on the sports gambling podcast that Mike Tomlin is a great coach not because of what he's done on the field but because he kept hidden from the world that Antonio Brown was a madman for so many years. And it, it's <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm starting to believe that Pete Carroll is a similar sort of wizard. We didn't know any of this. We thought Russ was an amazing quarterback and he goes to a different situation. And it just, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible. The thing that summed it all up for me was after that skirmish on the sideline, Russell Wilson franchise quarterback goes over to talk to his offensive line and he's covering his mouth with a football. He's more worried about what a camera might pick up him saying than actually fixing the culture on his team. Honestly, I don't, what coach takes this job? I, I I, I get it. There's only 32 NFL coaching jobs, but boy, it seems very, very toxic.
1: A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Uh, it's, uh, it's crazy to see what's uh, really transpiring in front of us, but um, moving along, first of all, your opinion on one of the greats, right? To uh, basically hang him up, JJ Watt announcing retirement now after so many seasons uh what's your opinion or take here
0: oh it's it's sad I mean I didn't root for the Texans uh I didn't root for the Cardinals but I certainly rooted for J.J. Watt he's playing great now too that's the part that's sad it's like he's finally found his way back to that dominant dominant force I think back to that playoff game Texans Bengals where he completely just wrecked the game and you know fortunately we get to continue to watch his brother but you don't get too often to watch these forces that are the, the Lawrence Taylor. I, ha- I hate to say it, Micah Parsons, the Lawrence Taylors, the the Bosa's, the the Watts, and, and so sad to see him go. Yeah. Seems like he's a smart guy going, getting away before it's too late, and uh, you know gives him plenty of time to to give back to the community. I know he's, he's huge on that. So, and I, I like the way that he announced the retirement too. My last home game, clever.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, look at fatherhood, another kid. You know maybe a lot to just kind of weigh in on and uh I get it so although you know it's interesting you know, we haven't played the game, but you know you hear some of the greats who walk away maybe a little too early and they're like, man I could have maybe played one or two more extra years you heard Andrew luck I mean you know what I mean like it's just but Andrew luck was in a I think a better position I mean I don't know. Uh, what the Arizona Cardinals' future is going forward. But uh, anyways, moving right along, there's some other great things that really took place uh, uh, r- recently, which is interesting. First of all, congrats to the Los Angeles Chargers. It's been a while since they were in the postseason. I actually picked them over the last couple seasons. I think a lot of people did. Uh, on paper, a phenomenal football team you know and I felt like they did even better things during the offseason to make this defense stand out Uh, and it looks like the defense have showed up as of late so now they're in the postseason for the first time since 2018.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen that defensive ranking slowly climb. They're middle of the pack now on DVOA. I, I, I still think that offense leaves a little to des- be desired. There were some screenshots going around from the game last week where all five of the receivers were within seven yards of the line. And that doesn't seem optimal when you have a, an awesome, awesome quarterback like mm-hmm. Herbert. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to see what Herbert looks like in the postseason because we do have those moments, right? Postseason quarterback play. And, and very interested to see who they're going to catch because this could be could we be could be could we get a Herbert versus Burrow could we get a Herbert you know so there there's there's certainly some excitement here i i just the fact that we don't have to sweat this one out i'm with you i've been living in los angeles for a little bit and every year i find myself trying to back this chargers team because they're filled with fun talent yeah and yeah. every year they find a way to screw it up this year fortunately <laughs> more teams around them have found ways to screw it up and mm-hmm. I, you know I don't even know who they're going to be playing, but I can't wait to bet on the Chargers as a road dog week or wild card weekend.
1: This is a uh, probably, it's embarrassing to say for them, but this is probably the only way they're going to be getting into the playoffs, anyways. I mean, that division, despite, well, take away the Raiders this year, but that division's nasty good. But Mahomes, I mean, usually is dominating, and Kansas City on top, as always. So who knows? But should be an interesting postseason. New power rankings are out, and they continue to just, you know, push the Giants down. I think they're at 14 now. And the 49ers have crowned number one as of uh, this week. The Cowboys moving down uh, a little bit to, I think, sixth. But what's shocking to me is that they've put the Jaguars in – the top 10 at number nine. And, you know, this is a losing season, although it's going to go down to the wire. They might actually win this division. I don't even know. But what's your opinion on all of this? What's what's happening right now? I mean, shocking to see some of these teams there. And then, of course, I'm not shocked.
0: Well, and this is, this is the dream matchup, if you're a Chargers fan, is you get to take to the road to Jacksonville to take on Trevor. Yeah. And the Jags. And um, honestly... This is tough because part of this is is the the clear bias that our NFL media coverage has towards the Jags. They all wanted to be right about Trevor Lawrence. They all love Doug P. He's going to fix the situation. Yeah. Didn't start Rosie, but now that it's looking good, Trevor's playing well, he's slinging the rock. Everyone wants to bump them back up. So even though their record is is not great below 500, it does seem like they're going to make the playoffs and it does seem like uh, we're going to have a lot of people trying to back this team. Honestly, that now that we're talking it out, that's the dream matchup chargers, Jags, give me the chargers that first week. I think the Jags are locked to make it now. I I just, Tennessee has kind of Malik Willis isn't an NFL quarterback and that's a problem. I mean, and so you don't really have any other contention here. The Texans showed a long time ago that they were, uh, they're playing for next year. And now You know, the Colts, Jeff Saturday, like we we talked about that higher when it happened and it's turned out even worse. And so (laughs) I think the Jags, perhaps this is just the case of the Jags being the last man standing, as will be both uh, South divisions. uh, It seems whichever team can can be the the least of the bad team or the best of the bad teams is going to get in and probably be an underdog on the first week of wildcard weekend.
1: First of all, uh, it's crazy to see Tua back in concussion protocol. This guy is, like, just taking a beating all season long. Who knows if this is just the third, probably way more. And, you know, I just – I don't even know what to say because the team is just pretty good. And I'm giving so much more respect to Tua these days on what he's accomplished. Now, it's – you know look at give a little uh, respect to the fact that you know to uh that you has got two of the great receivers in the game um but what where do you think what does this do to the Miami Dolphins now that he's back in concussion protocol um even if he clears i mean this is like top gun danger zone here i don't know
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the 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 science is is, there's an interesting debate going on in Twitter right now where doctors are pissed off at Tua for waiting until Monday to disclose his concussion-like symptoms. Yeah. And it's like, well, I I don't think too many players are stepping forward to do this period. So I guess give them a little credit. Certainly scary to have this many concussions in one year. I would still point to just how bad some of those bad throws are. Like the interceptions on (laughs) Christmas Day to the Packers were just, that's why people think Tua sucks. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I think the scheme has helped him. And I think we're seeing this is the tail end of the season where people are catching up with the scheme. They're making adjustments. I mean, how many points did the Dolphins score in that second half? Zero. So it looks like they're the team slipping. Teddy Bridgewater, probably going to be the guy and don't look now, but the jets and the Patriots are very close to squeaking in as a wild card
1: before you head to Lake Tahoe and enjoy yourself here. Give me one game this weekend that stands out for some moolah.
0: Oh, well this is an absolutely gross week. Just you have giant spreads, giant spreads, giant. You got to find the motivation spots. And to me. Let's stick with this Miami dolphins team and the new England Patriots Patriots. They've only given up seven second half points. Great defensive adjustments in the last three games. Obviously they gave up that defensive touchdown to Chandler Jones. That was a problem, but we're going to lay the two and a half here with the Patriots at home south, south beach, going up into the cold Patriots defense does enough. I I think this is the end of the road for the dolphins Patriots uh, strengthen their position. Wow. For the playoffs.
1: Yeah, what a – don't call it a comeback, huh? Unbelievable. Ryan, enjoy. Happy New Year. We'll catch you after this great week, uh, and we'll sum up the season. But thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Fun times here on Living the Good Life Show. More to come. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.